Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. So today we have another guest with us, Brittany Humble. She is a wife, mother, author, business owner. And from what I've gathered from the times I've talked to her, just all around, just super fun person. So high energy, lots of fun. This will be good. So thanks for being with us, Brittany. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Now that we've figured out all our tech issues, we're good to go. I'm everything except tech. Yeah, as me, same. <laughs> the Not three good. of us. Yes, three yeah. of us in a room. We're just, we can't figure it out, but we managed to get it together and here we are. So yeah. we're, good. we're good to go. Yep. Perfect. Know your like strengths it. and weaknesses. So um, is your husband a good tech person? So good. See, you just marry your opposite. So good. Or you hire him. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I was just reading, um, just obviously about your bio, what you've done. And it sounds like you've had this business, you own a boutique, right? It's online and a physical store. Correct. In Mansfield, Um, Ohio. Where at? Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. So you do both online and a physical store and you started that after you had kids, right? Yes. So I had my first son. He is eight and he was to uh, six months old when I, my first day opening, my grand opening. Wow. He was, wow. In the store, he was in the store with me for the first two and a half years of his life, actually. I had like- He fashion. Yeah, you would think, except he <laughs> wears shorts and a t-shirt now. I'm not sure <laughs> I actually had him almost like caged off, you would say, from the store. And then I had him sleep in the back. And it was actually, it worked out so well. He was amazing baby. And then later on, people just got to know him. There was one lady that told me her daughter would say something like, are we going to go to the store with the baby in the cage? (laughs) (laughs) Yup. That's what you want to be known for. (laughs) He was just... Wait till the police hear that. He was almost like a mascot in here. Like he was just a cute little... He was just... He was the best. That's funny. Good baby. (laughs) Worked out. Because I would never have been able to have So did you know that you always wanted to have a boutique? No, I didn't actually. It kind of just... I mean, I was... Oh, I got into fashion probably college is when I really got into fashion. And then I worked at a couple different retail stores. I actually worked an eye doctor too. But then I realized, in all honesty, I worked at a couple retail stores and I realized I could do it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told my husband and then we got pregnant. And then I said, I don't want to go back to work. I could do this myself. And so we did it. That's awesome. So... You had the fashion kind of itch in college. So how did that even come about? Like uh, from, from college to like where you are now, kind of walk us through some of that story because I'm yes. really interested. Okay. So in all honesty, I went to a Pensacola Christian College. It's actually very, very, very strict school. You had a dress code. You lights out at 11. There was boy sidewalks. There was girl sidewalks at certain times of the Whoa. day. You, yeah, you couldn't even hold hands with a guy. Your own sidewalk. Um, yeah, it was. But in all seriousness best decision of my life because I was able to kind of hone in on kind of what I wanted and what I needed. So, um, I went for broadcasting, but I realized you had to learn all like the behind the scenes stuff. And I was not all about that. Clearly this whole technology thing. So then each new roommate I would get each year, I seriously switched my major. I had LED because I was like, I can work out. Why wouldn't I do that as a job? Then I had teaching. I think I was a teacher because one of my roommates like colored like for homework. And I was like, I can do that. Then I didn't like that. Then I switched to basically I switched to business 
because I met my husband and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm having a good time. Like, honestly, how question came to is I would, I just got ready in the morning and all my teachers, teachers would be like, I couldn't wait to see what you were wearing today or tomorrow. You know, like that was like what I was known for. And so I, I honestly would make like, went to people's dorms and gave them makeovers, dressed them up, plucked their eyebrows, cut their hair. I don't even know how to do hair and I cut their hair. (laughs) Um, So I kind of just evolved with all of that, really just kind of wanting to just help other women. So I really just went to college. I felt like to find myself in all seriousness. I did have a degree, but how it kind of just escalated was how many people I realized did not know fashion. Like I feel like I, it was pretty natural to me to get ready and, you know, to know how to make everything flow and look nice. But I think so many people didn't know how. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to one right now. Yeah. Actually, you're talking to two, two very unfashionable people. It's crazy to me because it's so, it's such a natural thing that I do. And so I didn't realize how many people didn't know. Yeah. It helps us. Struggle for some of us, Brittany. (laughs) I know. It's crazy. Is why I did the subscription boxes too. Oh, Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have those. You could monthly subscribe so that I can show you everything to do and it just comes to your front door. And it fits me. Yep, fits you perfectly. That's what I need. So I hate shopping I for pants are the worst. Ooh, that is the worst. Unless pants that aren't leggings, it's, it's the top. <laughs> yeah, the size. Yeah. Well, I like your college story because I think it sounds good, like, you know, that you can't be around boys because I feel like that's a big distraction that age, you know, in college. Everyone- oh, for sure. Chasing relationships, no partying, like yeah, whatsoever. It was the best, best thing I could have done in all. Yeah, so people go to college to find themselves, but they don't usually. And I feel like in that scenario, you had a chance to do that. Oh, it was perfect. It was, it was the best college. They've gotten a lot more lenient now, but like, it's still such a good college. I would recommend anybody go in there. And it's only seven thousand a year. Really? And it's Pensacola, like yeah, room room and board, seven thousand. Well, food. that includes your food. Yeah, wow. that's, yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, for sure. That's probably better than people living like right now, just that have jobs and apartments. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, seriously. Yeah. It was such a, it was awesome. Very good school. I would highly recommend it. That's awesome. And I can definitely relate. I changed my major every semester. I was oh, for sure. Because it was just like, I don't know what I want to do the rest of my life. At this is fun right now. 18 years old. I mean, how can you expect? people to know that. Yeah. I feel like even now I feel like I keep changing things. I mean, it's still yeah. like my realm of life, but like for the most part, I'm still like, oh, what's that? I'm going to try that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's the fun and beauty of it. It's like really just figuring out life as you go. And like you said, I mean, at 18, you know, fresh out of high school, it's like, do you really know what you want to do for the rest of your life? I think I kind of had like an right. idea, but I felt kind of pushed into um, you know, be the, you know, there's all these like the doctor, yes. lawyer, this, that, and so on. And so I actually chose a major that I kind of liked, but then I realized it was going to be so much. And it was like, this really what I want to do for life. And I remember like two weeks before college, I, I called and I was like, I'm changing majors. And of course I got like the lasso litter of all the like pick and my classes were all over. And it was just like the best decision I ever made because uh-huh. otherwise I may be a biology teacher. I know. Oh, for weird. Sure. I mean, my husband has a biology degree, and I always, I always forget because he doesn't seem like he would have a biology funny. degree. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was going to school for to be a high school biology teacher, and I look back at it, I was like, well, that's the best decision I made. <laughs> if I could give any advice about that, I would say if you don't want to be like how we talked about earlier, a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer, like something yeah. like specific, 
I say go for business. That's my advice. Whenever somebody talks to me and they want me to mentor them, I say, if you don't know what you want, get a business degree because you can do that with anything. And right now with the world and marketing, like if I couldn't know half the stuff people know about social media, that's that's what you need to know right there. I mean, that's what our world is coming to. If you knew business, I could hire somebody on the spot right now to take over my Instagram because that's what is needed in business right now. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. It's all like a digital, digital age, like marketing. Like it, and so pretty much needs that. Like even right. doctors need that. Like I yeah. mean, our architect we're working with right now doesn't have an Instagram. I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> you need that. Like for the upcoming world. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We, we live in that visual, visual world where we want to see what we're going to get or, you know, yeah. like see somebody's portfolio in a sense, like they don't even necessarily have to have like a website with like, you know, here's a portfolio oh, sure. of all my work. Just go to my Instagram. I showcase all my work. This is what mm-hmm. I do. And I feel like, especially in your line, being in fashion and in in owning your own boutique, that's a big part of you because you show that lifestyle, you show your products even into your makeup and everything, oh, sure. right? Yeah. So yep. Instagram and uh, I would assume probably big on Pinterest, anything that's like very visually aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge <laughs> part of uh, marketing. I mean, yeah, I agree. Just kind of having a general business degree for those that are, are in college, I would just say like, it, I don't want to say like it's an easy one, but it's, it's really encompassing. And once you're in it, you've niched down into what branch of like business you want to go, whether it's marketing, sales or anything. No there's so many. That's what you're going to do. You're going to have to sell yourself and you're going to have to market it. Like no matter what avenue you take. So if you don't know what you're doing, business is where to go. And I actually really enjoyed it. I I mean, and I didn't even know I I really enjoyed my business classes. Yeah, they were, I would say like, I mean, when I, when I switched at major from um, being a biology teacher to business with marketing in or major in marketing and a minor in psychology, because of how everything all plays together. And of course, this is like way before I don't even think we even had MySpace then. No, we did not. This was so way before I'm dating myself here. But when I was in college, this didn't happen. Yeah. No, but same. You're probably the same age. Well, I'm going to represent the other group of people that might be listening and be the proud college dropouts that... (laughs) I went for three years, changed my major every semester. And then I was like, do I go another year in debt? Or do I start doing my own things or making them? You know what? My <laughs> husband would talk to you about that. And if somebody is on that realm, he was a hardcore like college, college, college. And yeah. the past two years, he does not. If you want to do something like what I'm doing, what he's doing, yeah. get in under somebody. Like I would take a men- like somebody who yeah. wanted to do what yeah. I do. I can teach you more than what college can teach you. Exactly. I, mean, I, I think that's where I work. After college. Yeah. Yeah, I was too, is because I met I met mentors, and I was like, I'm just gonna do this. And like I said, like I'm not so anti college. Like you're gonna sure. be got, like yep. I'm not saying college sucks, but I'm just saying no. for the average person that like we don't know what we want to do, but we're willing yep. to go spend tons of money. <laughs> and yeah. go so far it, used, it used to be college, 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 and that's yeah. because we didn't have the social media and the marketing and the and right the, just technology that we do now. Honestly, right. you can learn whatever you want to learn on YouTube. Exactly. But that's for people who are disciplined. Now, if yeah. you're not going to go to college, but yet you have zero self-discipline or motivation, then you need to go to college. But I, if right. I want to do something, right. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to learn what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it my best. Like right. the people who don't have that and need someone to tell them what to do, there's just two different options for sure. Yeah. And how you grow up. Like when I grew up, there was no question about going to college. Like okay. that's just yep. a... Yep. No you just, after high school, you go to college. Uh, there was no other option. And then... Yeah, we all know the story. My mom wasn't happy, but she's happy now. Yeah. 
<laughs> different yeah, world. I mean, <laughs> but oh, yeah, you just you have to just do what's best for you and just yeah, you have to figure that out and take chances. I knew college wasn't going anywhere. Right. And there is I no one back at all. And, and that's exactly the kind of like our whole message is that you try things, you figure it out along the way, you figure out what does and doesn't serve you and you just keep going. So whether college, Aaron gave college a shot and it just didn't pan out for her. Me, I gave college a shot. I graduated, but I wouldn't say I really enjoyed Use the whole it. process. I mean, overall, I have, you know, I still, to this day, I'm grateful for having my business degree, but it wasn't something that I really put all the effort into because I was so... I think for me, I, I loved what I did like work-wise. So all my energy went into there. And I think same with you, like Brittany, like same, you loved your whole business, but in the end, like you just got excited thinking of like the future of like where this is going to take you and how you can grow that. Right, right. Yeah. I learned a lot in college more so because I came from a... I had a pretty rough high school. The people like... Most people that go through stuff that I went through, go through it in college. I went through it in high school. Yeah. Um, just the partying the, that scene, I think yeah. I got fall out a little too early. So I actually went to college more so to um, clean myself up actually, which is kind of funny because it's the opposite of what most people do. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew where I was going. I mean, I went to a very strict, I just knew I needed to, to get away. And that's where you met your husband? Yes. You, mm-hmm. He was there too. Yes, he was Is a from there. Pastor son. He's uh, a pastor son. <laughs> yes, wow. He yeah, he's from uh, Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. We met there. Got it. So you both went. So did you date before college or this? No, time? actually, we met his last semester. His last okay. semester last year. Mm-hmm. It was honestly perfect. I had no distractions during my whole like That's fun, awesome. you know three years, and then we met our my last year. Pretty much, I had one year left. He was done. And then we got married after. Yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah. I always find it interesting too, like whenever we talk to women that have bu- like kids and businesses, I always like to ask too, because like what, what your husband like at first, when you were first saying that you want, obviously he sounds super supportive. For sure. But did he have any concerns? Like no. you're a new mom and we're just, you know. None. He is. Like, let's do it. So he's one. Okay. So he's a banker, was a banker and his mentality, because he obviously does, did, used to do all the stocks and, you know, all yeah. that. he was a personal banker. So he used to take care of people's money and tell them where they were supposed to put it. So he would tell you right now, cause I've heard him do different interviews that why would I put my money in anyone else? Like he just, yeah. he put his money in me in a sense, opposed to like a stock or a, a you know, a right. seat. Control over a little bit. So he actually had zero, but he knows me, and he knows he knew that like if I'm gonna if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna go a hundred and ten percent in it. So I think you you definitely know those things, you know. And we used all of our savings, put only what we had. We didn't take out a loan. We didn't take any money from anyone else. The day of my grand opening, which was um, November eleventh, two thousand eleven, it was eleven, eleven, eleven. Not on purpose. I don't know why I did that, but anyways. My grand opening, we had $28 to our name. Now the store was like, we paid rent. The store was as full as it could have been. And he looked at me and I was nursing, praise Jesus. Cause I was like, at least I can feed our son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if any worst case scenario. Yeah. And he, he was like, okay, here we go. And obviously everybody that we knew came, our church supported us. We made, I think a thought, well, not made, but like sold dollars worth of product that grand opening day, yeah. put it right back into product. So every time we would, every day I would talk and be like, okay, here's what we made. Here's this, how much can I order? So it was kind of just this, yeah, you know, turnover. like turnover yeah. where I just knew 
This is how much I could spend in ordering this week. This is how much, you know, so I ordered almost every day. Just every time I made money, I would put it back into the business. Right. We didn't show profit for three years, you know, normal. So obviously your husband was still doing what he was doing. So his income was paying the bills, taking care of stuff. Wow. Wow. Growing yours. Yep. Exactly. And I think that's a smart thing too, that a lot of people, and I don't know if it's just because entrepreneurs these days are younger and younger, but I see so many people that do the exact opposite of what you said. I've worked really hard. I started a business. I made 500 bucks. Now I'm going to go to the mall and buy something really cool and put it back into your business. I I was not allowed, not allowed. I I hate to say it like that because I he's not controlling husband, but he's very good with money. So I did not spend money at all. Like when we were growing our business, I mean, at all, I didn't buy anything extra. We had junk cars. Mm -hmm. Our house was small. Everything that was inside my house was a hand-me-down. I mean, or a Goodwill or a Craigslist. I mean, I think nowadays people see these Pinterest lives and they don't realize what it started at. Even now, well, not now because my house obviously burned down. But like, if you would have seen my house prior to burn down, you would have thought I had everything together and you would have been like, oh, I want that. And these 20-year-olds think they can get that out of college. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't see what I had before that. Like, we struggled. I mean, it was, Uh I think that's what makes you. Like, if you don't have a struggle time, you don't know life. (laughs) I mean, you need to have those moments where Brad and I were like, holy buckets, like we need to eat what's at home right now. Like there's no, you know, big old room for, yeah, no, you can't. And even I remember shopping at the Goodwill and I found a dress and I was like, oh, it's five bucks. And he's like, we can't get it. Like you can't get it. We don't have, seriously, we could no, you can't, do you need it? No, you can't get it. You know? So like, you have to be disciplined to, if you yeah. want to reach an end goal, you have to be disciplined now. Like, yeah. yeah. what's that I, saying? Live like no one else so you can live like no one else. Yeah. And I think that's the difference, I think, with like social media being so prevalent too, is that everyone feels like they have to put on a show that they're being successful because I was the same way too for the longest time. Like I had the same purse for like probably three or four years, just one <laughs> purse that I used. Sure, yeah. And, I would, and anytime I like was doing well, like better and I had a little bit of equity and I would go to the store and look at purses, I would still just walk away because I was like, I know I can use this money for something oh, else. for sure. For my business. So, but, but in today, but I, that was still a time where I think Facebook existed. There definitely wasn't I know. at that time. We lived in a way easier. Yeah. I'm scared for these. I'm scared for like my kids in this world, right? I mean, everything is, you got to have the best. You have to pose in your right. car with your coffee and like your Louis Vuitton sitting by your feet. Like, yeah. nobody does that. And that's not true entrepreneurship <laughs> at all. Like, you no. ask any of the most successful people in the world, like, they didn't get there because they posted with their new 150. That's actually probably not even that. I know. I don't even know. <laughs> like, a $500 I purse. Any brand name person. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's, yeah, I think that's like people just have a false vision of what entrepreneurship is. They think it's glamorous. Oh, for sure. And it's quick and whatever. And I'm a firm believer too, that people can make quick. It doesn't last. And then they're the worst ones. Like they end up worse, worse off because oh, it sure. came so fast. Oh, for sure. Sometimes, I agree. So. It's, it's messy. And that's the, that's like you said, social media just showcases like all the uh, highlights of it. And it shows us the side of like what your life should look like if you've made it big. 
And if you haven't made it big, then there's something wrong with you. And then you just start like second guessing, like, is this even for me? And like, then you go start another business. Well, this one's like, you know, not really your, your energy. It, it goes where your energy is. And if, you, if you're distributing your energy amongst all these multi-businesses, because you think you have to have all these multiple rev- revenues, uh, streams of revenue, but they're not necessarily in all these businesses. So if you're not giving a business 100% chance to grow, what, you know, you got to think of like, Am I doing this for these other revenue streams that I'm doing too? So we just have to really like, like you said, you knew going into it, you're not making any money right up front. You didn't for three years, you didn't even profit, but you knew that this was like what you were called to do. Like this was your vision, your baby. You were willing to put everything into it, and I feel like that's where we have to go because now you actually get to reap the rewards of like everything you sow for those three years. And so yeah. Social media is just, it's not what it's all out there to be. It's entrepreneurial life is up and down. You have to fail. What's that? You have to fail. Like, yeah, you should almost consider it a blessing when you fail. Right. And fail quick because you should bounce right back up. Especially Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with your own money or even if you have investors, it's other people's capital. So you need to like really be on the game and you can't just keep looking outward thinking like, oh, well, I haven't, you know, I'm not, Flying private jets with my Louis Vuitton, right. and my, with my Louis right. Vuittons and my yep. coffee at hand, so I haven't made it yet. Right. right, right. And to be honest, I hate that. That's what we think is making it too. Right. Like there's yeah. making it in all forms of. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wish people went back to like, what making it meant to me. Like I have no, I have no desire to have a Louis Vuitton. I have no desire to have like a jet. Like. That you know what I'm saying? Like go back yeah. to what you think is your goal. Like right. it's the goals that you're looking at, probably if you really go back in your head and reevaluate yourself, probably is it something you even want? Like you look at these girls, you're scrolling. Do you really want that? I mean, I don't know. I think we're not even seeing the whole story, so we don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but back with what, what you were saying, Rachel, too, with like the jets and all that stuff. I saw this post, I don't even remember who it was or what it was, but it was a big name person. And they were saying, um, you haven't made it unless you can fly in a private jet and not have to post about it. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I was like, that's a good point. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm even Um, learning little things like just in social media, it's just, it's just, just a game. It really is. It's just a game. Cause then you have, I don't know. Ah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> um, and I think too, with, so you have, um, how old is your son now? Eight? Eight. And your do- and you have a little girl too? Five. Yes. So I think that's kind of cool too. Like with like kids that grow up with like entrepreneur parents, cause they've obviously your son probably more than your daughter was around longer, like seeing all that right. stuff. And well, Velvet's pretty growing. much in the store with me almost every day now. Was that? Yeah. She's still in the, she, now Velvet, my daughter is in oh, the okay. store with me every day, pretty much. <laughs> See, so she's learning all this yeah. stuff. Oh, for sure. I had an event, um, a Galentine's Day event, and I was launching, I think it was another lip, no, it was my mascara. She, the couple days before, asked if she could make bracelets to sell. So I let her. Like, yes. Yeah, so girl. proud. I'm so pumped. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. They learn. I mean, she'll be working here before long. She puts my boxes together for my subscription boxes. <laughs> like she's with me more than more. I, I'd say mentally more now because she's five. And when Cash was with me, he was, you know, zero to two. Yeah. I would say she probably actually has learned more just age wise. And I think like interacting with other people too, like my mom. So my grandfather was a, owned a ton of businesses 
And so with my mom and like her siblings that growing up around that, she was like, you learn how to speak to people, like, like interact and you know what I mean? Kind of just be more, I don't want to say professional because they're a kid, but you, you just grow up around that and that's normal. And you, well, for sure. You learn how to talk to people and look yeah. at them. I, like Velvet the other day was with me here and there was a girl in a dressing room and she goes, you doing okay? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> She's used to me saying it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she'll tell them, oh, that looks so good. That looks beautiful. Like for sure. I think it is so yeah. important. And I, I'm very much so on my daughter about complimenting. Like you compliment when you see somebody else, like when they have something, you know, like you, you let them know that that's beautiful, you know? So yeah. I think it's so important to talk through your kids, through stuff with them as well. Like, you know, I don't know. I think it's cool to have, have the kids with, with me and being able to, to show them that. Yeah. I would love them to be entrepreneurs. I think it's great to be your own boss. Right. Yeah. It is. Do they Do they have, I mean, at that age, they probably don't, I mean, do they uh, know, say what they want to be right now? Uh, no, not really. It's all. I mean, I didn't know either. Yeah. I, I probably like, wanted to be a cowgirl. I feel like, yeah, the last thing Velvet said, man, I don't remember she changes it so often because there was one time <laughs> it was like a ballerina or, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. I don't remember the last time she said anything. And even my son, I think my son wanted to be a cop though, but mm. I think he wanted to be, oh, just a customer looking fantastic over here. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That, uh, that's my favorite. I love that one. I think he wanted to be a police officer, but again, it changes often. Yeah. Who knows what they're really going to be. Right. You never know. Never. Yeah. But hopefully when I, I think they'll be on, I do think they'll be entrepreneurs in some way. But I think entrepreneur parents are more supportive anyways, because you're not so quick to like, like I just picked majors that were based on money because I knew we didn't grow up with a lot and I wanted a lot. And my mom wanted me to do something that made a lot of money. Yes. So it was just forcing down that direction versus entrepreneur like thing. And your parents are like, you know, if if your parents can say like, I want to put, I want to put a Burger King on the moon and entrepreneur parents are like, yes, you can. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I think my husband or my son is saving up because they talked about putting a pop machine in my husband's business. So then my son is going to pay for the pop, you know, he's going to teach that. So they saved up for or they're saving up for like a pop machine. So what does he do to save up money as an eight-year-old? Uh, no sure. He actually works. No, he works for us. He's still pretty young to do all that. So eight-year-old, we pay him to put boxes together. Brad, he's in charge of cleaning all of our bathrooms, like at our businesses too. He's yeah. in charge of mopping and cleaning our floors at both stores. He's in charge of making sure, like when my husband takes him to work with him, he sets the rooms. So my husband owns escape rooms. A what? Oh, room? Escape room? Escape rooms. Ah. Yeah. So he, my my son set up the rooms. He sets up the lobby. So my my husband like pays him like a... Yeah, like a real... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You said escape rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, we're going to have to come up and do one. I've never done one. That's right by my store, right next door. Oh, how nice. We have to take a trip to Mansfield, Ohio for a day. Yeah, for sure. Um, so also too, I wanted to talk about you wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> what was your book about? Uh, it's called Project Woman Warrior. Okay. And it's called Project Woman Warrior. And it's a, it's a great base to uh, women to just kind of, it's the starting. I'm, I'm, the goal is to, to write another one, but it was just the start of basically all the questions that I've had throughout the years that I've had a store. How do I wear this? What would I wear with this? How do I do this? It's all the basics. It's telling you what you need in your wardrobe 
as a staple wardrobe where you can get by. So it's, you know, I have my base in there, what shoes, how to make sure your jeans fit well, what uh, material to look for in the perfect pair of jeans. Okay. Uh, it talks about, it's encouraging. It's a little bit of, you know, just encouragement to love yourself where you're at. It also talks about uh, my faith in there as well too. Like, yes, we're obviously worried about our, what we're looking for, look, looking like right now. And are we ready for a certain occasion, but are you also ready for eternity? So it kind of turns, it does a great spin on a good, basic life, easy read, fun. And I kept my personality in there. So I wrote it, we published it, yeah. we, all of it. So I had a couple people obviously proofread it, but it was not anything like a, I don't, I don't want to say not professional, but I mean, we right, did it. But so, it's, yeah. There wasn't a ghost writer there. So right. if you read it, like everybody who's read it, you know, as knew me is like, my word, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, cause the people I had proofread it, I was like, don't, don't change anything that even if it's kind of a little wrong, leave it in there. <laughs> cause I wanted yeah. it to be me. Like, this is me telling you what to do and what is the basic of how to present yourself growing up kind of thing. It's good for young women. I've heard like a lot of people pass it to their daughters. And then, okay. so. I have a lot of questions. I know. That. Sorry. Keep going. No, that's good. When you met your husband, he's a pastor's kid. Faith super important to you. Obviously, yeah. it's in your book and everything too. Would you say like that plays a big part or it's something that you think about like in your entrepreneurial journey and your business? Like how do I show my faith through my business? Yeah, I would say it comes natural when you do have Christ in your life. I'm not going to lie. Was it? Okay, so when I opened my store, the goal was for it to be a ministry. Yes. Uh, did I want to shove it in people's faces? No. So I think if you're in the word, if you are, you know, in church, if you're doing, you know, the basics, not basics, but I guess if you growing up and going to a Christian college four years, I went to church every day. You know what I mean? It's pretty much ingrained in me. Yeah. We had chapel every day. So I would say the goal was to have this be a mission field. I pray, you know, daily to, if somebody comes in my store that like, I'm not saying this as a bragging point, but I feel like you should be walking with God so close. Not that I am all the time. And I'm, I'm not saying, right. just put me out for a second. That like when there's some, somebody that is in need, you'll know. So there's so many times when somebody comes up and I'll barely be talking to them. This is a story of actually just learning, there was a lady that came in who was looking for um, outfits for a, a new job. And I didn't know the whole story, but I remember God speaking to me and saying, you need to give her the outfits. You need to give them to her. And I get that a lot. Like God will speak to me and be like, because again, this money's not mine. Like this ne- money's uh-huh. never been mine. The thousand dollars I made at grand opening was all God. So when you see that, you realize things. And so when God told me that, it was a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like, this girl wanted a lot. And I kept telling myself like, okay, if she's thinking about buying this stuff, surely she can afford it. You know, of course the devil gets in your head and I will remember this forever because I will never make this mistake again. I did not do what I was supposed to. Like I let her pay. And then as she checked out, I think I, I embarrassingly was like, here's a shirt. (laughs) Again, super embarrassed. And so I couldn't sleep that night. I could not shake it. So the next day I came in the store actually very early because I couldn't like shake it. And I refunded her all her money back. And I look at it on your um, bank statement. I'm sorry. I even let you pay. Like God told me, you know, to bless you. And I am, I am so sorry that I, I didn't listen to him. 
she wrote back to me the whole, this entire story about her son just got diagnosed with this terminal illness. He's only going to live past two. And that's why she's trying to get this new job because she, um, in order to stay with him for the two years of her, his life, she needs this job and she needed just a, some really great outfits because she was going for a week to try to get the job. She didn't even have the money for the outfits. Basically all this stuff. Yeah. And if I would have listened to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fortunately he pressed upon my heart and wouldn't let me forget it. But like, <laughs> you know, I feel like you should be close with God that you're listening, not just asking all the time, but listening to how you can help people. Because it's not like I shoved God in her throat that time. I wasn't like, you need to be, you need to have Jesus in your heart and did that. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to give you these clothes. No, but God spoke through me and I wanted you to know that he cares about you. And you know yeah. what? This is, this is on me today. So like, yes, I've, my store is my ministry, but I don't want it to be, you know, like only Christian shop here. I don't know. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. So definitely. And, um, my subscription boxes, my project one warrior subscription boxes. You've seen these probably. Mm, yeah. Um, so, uh, I have a card in them that goes out in every box. It'll tell you a little bit about why I started it. This box holds hand-selected pieces for you, the items selected for you to add amazing statement pieces to your closet, but also add some excitement and energy to your already existing wardrobe. You are not in this alone. I will be one click away. Basically, if you want to get a hold of me, here's my information. Remember, everyone is fighting their own battle. We must be ready each day for anything and everything life throws at us. With Project One Warrior's help, you can wake up knowing you are going to have this thing called life under control. Get excited for this change. Be ready for your journey. You are now on your way to being a Project Woman or a Woman Warrior. And then on the back of it, it has the plan of salvation. Love it. Yeah, so every box gets this on um, like all the subscription boxes or when people like order everything online too, even like your makeup stuff and this card goes in subscription boxes. I have another card that goes in everyday boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. I love it. And then yeah. you went through this. Um, so you had your book and you ordered a bunch of them to give out yes. and then tragedy strikes. Yes. So what yeah. happened there and how do we um, get- so September, man, yeah, September was that six months ago. I house burned down. Actually, I woke up to I sat up and I I saw smoke and I got the kids out and I yelled my husband to get out and we watched our house just burn burn down. It was wow. pretty surreal. Yeah, pretty wow. surreal. My books were inside of the house actually, which is really crazy. I never had anything business inside there. Like yeah. I had a store to ship things to. I even shipped not business. You know, it's. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how it worked, but hindsight, there was things that I wanted to switch, but we were kind of on a deadline, which is crazy because clearly we weren't, but we were. There was a deadline we wanted to meet just with some business things that we wanted to get ahead of and stuff, but I, was able, I wasn't able to get some pictures and stuff in there that I wanted. So we ended up redoing the book to even better. So it worked out. Good. Yeah. It's, it's just, wow, what a, what a story because you, and you're just so upbeat and so positive because well, that's kind of, I mean, you have two choices to one yeah. or the other. Yeah. And you can look at all this negative stuff and be like, oh my gosh, this is like the worst. And this is why, and you know, kind of that victim right. mentality. And it's like, but you just, you bring that light and that's like literally like Christ shines through you. So it's like, that is just the, like flipping it and finding the beauty and the blessing in it. Because at the end of the day, your family is safe. And that's oh, for all, sure. that, all that matters. Yeah. Everything and, else is replaced. Yeah. And Velvet, my daughter's room was the first to go up in flames. And she was actually with me that night. I just had this feeling, again, it's kind of a long story, but 
I, I never had her sleep with me, but that night we slept not even in my room. She fell asleep in my bedroom, which was over the garage as well. But we slept in the guest bedroom, which was again, very strange. Never have done that before. And it's closest to the downstairs. So we got out really quickly too, which is uh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Super God thing. Again, like just, I know that God has been in every step of everything, our business, our family, because, you know, the tithing is huge. The, um, you know, going to church, like he knows when you're trying and you don't have to be perfect. But even when we had like $28 to our name, the thousand dollars we made at grand opening, we tithe 10%. You tithe to the church, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like, and so my husband is very big into missionaries. Like he loves helping missionaries. So he always prayed that like, God, if you ever blessed me with money, he never prayed for money, but if you ever blessed us that I was successful and that we had a good amount of money, I will promise to take care of missionaries, you know? So he's always kept that promise. And I think Mm -hmm. that's huge. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. And the more you do that, yeah, it's like you just keep getting blessed more and more. Yeah. I mean, he promises that. It says it in his word. And that's not why we do it to get back, but like his command. And, but it's promise. Yeah. It is true too, because until I met my husband, like I was at a point too, where like ups and downs in businesses. And there was a time where it was like on a really up, really big up. <laughs> and I was making more money than I'd ever made before, but I wasn't tithing or really doing anything good with it. And then I met my husband and one of his affirmations is, I'm a worthy steward of the time and money God blesses me with. And then I just meeting him and hearing him say that, I was like, oh, right? Because as quickly as my money went up, it started to go back down. And it's like, well, if you're not doing anything good with it, why is yep. he going to be giving it to you? Yeah, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. And to be honest, I've been happy with and without. Like, I mean, it's yeah, it's not based on what you have. It never is. And that's where I think, with the like, go, again, going back to that whole social media analogy is that we, we're painting it out there that that's what the expectation is. But it, at the end of the day, it's like where your heart is. I mean, it even oh, says, you know, for sure. where, where, you know the, what's on your heart is really what matters. I got pretty convicted when we had to go through, like when you have a fire, you have to go through everything. You have to um, legit categorize everything. You have to give it to the insurance. You have to write down how many forks you had if you want the money back. It's pretty insane. But anyways, as I was going through that, I, you know, you do get wrapped up in your treasures. And after everything we all had, when we moved into the apartment, we all had a bin and that's all we owned. Like each one of my, you know, Cash had his bin. I had my bin. Brad and Velvet had their bins. And that was like what we had. And to be honest, it was okay. Like God gave me this piece that I'm like, yeah, there's things I miss and there's you know, we still go through some random times where I'm like, this is sad. (laughs) But most part, like, I'm not thinking of something I'm missing. I'm just grateful that of what I have right now is what I really love. And you know what you there's always moving up and well, we did it once we can do it again, you know, right. Right. Awesome. So much good stuff. So many good things. I have a lot of notes. I always I feel like I could write a book on all of our podcast interviews. Oh, for sure. I bet so. You should. You should do it. All the things we've learned from all the people. <laughs> you should do it. It'd be a great book. Well, good. So um, so in wrapping up, because I know we'll probably go to like three hours if we had the chance to. Obviously, we'll put everything in the show notes. But if people wanted to find you, like, do you want to let them know like what your social media handles are or a website or... Yeah. So my social media, the one that I would say I post most often on is B period E period humble. I do have Project One Warrior. Warrior Paint Cosmetics is my makeup line. 
but you'll see all that if you go to the initial B period, E period, humble. And then behumblefashion.com is where you can shop. What a good name too. Yeah, it kind of worked out. And that's your last name? That's perfect. I told my husband that's why I married him. I needed a brand. (laughs) That's funny. Well, perfect. Well, um, yeah, we'll definitely include that. I would encourage anyone to go obviously check out your brand. Um, I know once this baby's out of me and I want to shop again, I'll go out and try some stuff on, but um, I'll need you there to tell me. uh, Oh, I'll be here. That's what what we do. If you can come (laughs) shop, if you're sort of local, we dress you. We definitely, we're personal stylists here. So it's not just that. We need it. We need it. So awesome. Well, thanks so much for your taking time away from family to talk to us and share all that stuff with us. Sorry, it took a minute for me to get on here. You're good. It was worth it. Worth the wait. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.